0: Hello, this is Igoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open
1: and your mouth The steven crypto show presented by the stevestrout.com i'm steve i'm crypto zoo it's episode 71. we appreciate you guys listening hope you're doing well and if you are a fan of what you've been hearing you can head over to our patreon we just want to get that out of the way now before we get to all the fun stuff in this episode because there's lots of fun stuff over at patreon.com steve crypto so you head over there you can become a member and there's all different levels, basically, you know, it's kind of like what, whatever you feel like, like, I, I shouldn't you say pay, levels, but it's pretty much price. like, yeah, it's pretty much like whatever you feel like contributing, you know, is, is fine. And we have a couple like unboxing videos and different things. So,
2: yeah, you guys get first access to them. The patrons get first access. We yeah, I think we hold them back for a few weeks before we release them publicly. So get first dibs on our top notch, top of the line uh, art that we're <laughs> that
1: we're <laughs> sharing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we have some more things coming up. You know, more things oh, yeah. up our sleeve. Um, Crypticon is around the corner, and I know we're going to be covering that pretty well. So maybe we'll probably. Maybe we'll have some exclusive stuff that we'll uh, we'll throw over on the Patreon for you guys involving that.
2: Yeah, we, we, we very well could. I'm not going to promise anything, but... Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you guys. We'll get some patrons some uh, some cool shit, though, and we'll have some fun with you guys. So just head over to Patreon, like you said, patreon.com slash stevecrypto, and you can choose your amount you'd like to pledge monthly and help us grow. And also you can help us by following us both on social media. i the Steve Strout. He's CryptoZoo88 at Instagram and Twitter. And we also have a Facebook group, the Steve and Crypto Show Facebook group, where you could jump in there and kind of join the conversation with us and chat and post interesting news articles and show us some shit you're working on and come have some fun with us. And of course, uh, on uh, all those platforms, you could always message us with any comments or questions or anything you think we might want to talk about. Um, and of course, we've been doing that horror trivia question every week for the last few weeks. And uh, those are the places you're going to go and tell us the trivia answer, so we can send you some stickers and put you in line for an even cooler prize. Yep.
1: Yeah, social we just, media. We just want to we just want to send you some cool stuff. So yeah. Be sure to go listen to those older episodes and and uh, you know find the trivia questions in there.
2: Spread the word. I,
1: I believe we started maybe on like sixty five or sixty six with the trivia somewhere around there. But to be safe, why don't you just start in episode one, go all the way through, so you catch up. <laughs> and you'll find them. Yeah, you'll find them along the way. Um, and you know another way that you can help the show is by heading over to buymeacoffee.com stevecrypto and it's basically like a, a tipping service um you can you know and whatever you like and it just helps to keep the show going it helps to you know improve our our gear that we use for recording and and it helps to spread the word about the show I mean, we, it goes towards like promoting and and all sorts of different things so uh we we've had plenty of people contribute already and we appreciate you guys we we love you for you know everything that you've done to help us out so far We've been doing this a uh, year and a half and it's been a lot of fun. We we really enjoy it and we hope you guys do as well.
2: I think they are. I think they are. And uh, I did notice, uh, you know, most of you guys know already we record remotely via Zoom. And I noticed uh, a few minutes ago, Crypto was enjoying a delicious. Cup of coffee from a Steven Crypto show mug, which he he claims that it makes it taste better. So
1: it does. I'm drinking out of mine right now. I I know you guys can't really see it, but it, it, this cup of Joe's just tasting a hell of a lot better.
2: I know since I started drinking out of my Steven Crypto mug, I haven't been able to go use any other mugs. There are no other mugs. So if you guys want to have the best, damn, uh, drinking receptacle to enjoy your hot or cold beverage out of find our our uh, merch store we have it up on etsy just search steven crypto we got some t-shirts magnets mugs we got some cool stuff on there and uh so basically you could get it you could support us you could represent us and you could look damn cool while you do it so um we're done uh tooting our own horn and and i'm gonna kind of take it down a little bit with a, a sad uh sad a sad thing happened over the weekend um the drummer from the band foo fighters passed away and he was only 50 years old um and me i've been a foo fighters fan since Day one, and and lately I've been listening to them a lot more because their movie Studio 666 came out, and I've been like so hyped by that movie because I fucking loved it. That you know, it's been I've been breaking out some of their tunes to listen to, and uh, that happened over the weekend, it kind of hit me, kind of really bummed me out. Um, it's weird, like when somebody you don't personally know affects you in that way. Yeah, it's tough, man. It just seemed like a good dude. Um, Yeah.
1: seemed like a fun guy. I mean, some sometimes like even though it's someone that you you don't personally know, you might feel like you do because you've been listening to them for so long. Yeah, they affected you, know, you
2: in some way in your life. Yeah, you
1: know. Yeah, or even you listen to them in interviews and and like maybe like biography things, documentaries and stuff like that, and you just learn more about the you know who they are off stage, and maybe you relate to them, and you know you just start to connect with them, and and um, yeah, it hurts more when they go.
2: And it's even worse because, like I said, dude was young; he was like fifty and yeah anytime you've seen him like say in interviews or you know even in the movie it just always looked like he was having fun and enjoying life and just always smiling and just being funny and and he was just as as big part of that band as dave Grohl. you know yeah. when it started it was like dave Grohl and a bunch of people but they grew and the band grew and you know it's like <laughs> they all have names right and i feel that even more after watching that movie which i'm glad you finally got to see so so before we we're going to talk about it a little bit of course because we have to yeah because i'm so glad you finally seen it but just just uh just rest in peace taylor hawkins and um yeah i don't know if we're, the Foo fighters are gonna carry on or what i feel like they probably he would probably want him to
1: um i feel like he'd probably want him to i mean uh, um I don't know. It's hard to say, Um, you know, of course, it's their decision. But, uh, um, you know, Led Zeppelin and Rush both like when their drummers passed, they pretty much called it quits. I mean, Zeppelin had a few shows here and there with like John Bonham's son or whatever. but, But for Rush, you know, they were done. And they had a pretty long career anyway, but, um, you know, it's, it's, um, I give a lot of respect to those bands for doing so. And now I don't, I'm not saying that as if I wish that the Foo Fighters would stop. What I think might happen if they choose to continue is that maybe Dave will do the drums on the, on like the albums, you know? In the recordings, and then maybe they'll have a close friend come with them as like a touring drummer. You know, a lot of bands don't have like official members, or they'll have somebody that comes in for a little while and then they'd be down the road, they become official. That's all I'm thinking might happen. Yeah,
2: that's right now, just thoughts go out to the band and their family. Yeah, Taylor Hawkins family. Um, but you know, I thank. Thank those guys for this freaking movie they just put out. Yeah. <laughs> last it's,
1: month. It's, it's nice that he was able to at least make a, a really kick-ass horror film with his best friends. Yeah. You know, before he before he passed. Yeah, um
2: how cool would that have been?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd love to do that. Yeah, it, it's I don't know, it's weird, man. It's almost it just seems so sudden and yeah and it seems like this kind of thing happens a lot especially to people in the music scene like they will they'll have a like a positive moment in their career or maybe have a little bit more success and then they leave you know yes, like but you think
2: that the the stresses and stuff that they put on their body that come with the success. You know what I mean? Touring nonstop. You're basically going, you know, 20 hours a day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and, you know, you get hurt. You get, you play through pain. You play through, you know, there's no, I'm tired. There's no, you know what I mean? You just stay wear on your fucking body. And sometimes it just, catches up or sometimes it goes down an even darker path where you have to turn to substances or something to keep you going or you know what I mean and, and it and in the end it all turns out the same. Yeah. You, know, you stress yourself to death, you drink yourself to death, you drug yourself to death because that's all you really know. Not saying this is what happened to him. But well I feel like the stress and nonstop it just wore on I and mean, i know earlier in his his career i guess he he had a, a od on something partying and you know it could have caused some kind of damage a long-term damage or something but
1: well there there was an autopsy report uh, yeah. i i heard about it and i i guess um there, there's there's
2: I saw what they, they say they found and stuff, but I think it's probably maybe too early to, to talk about that right now. Yeah.
1: I didn't want to say too much. I didn't want to say too much. I just wanted to uh, um it, it it seems like it might be like kind of similar to um what's his name? Uh, Chris Cornell, you know, where like they're trying to better themselves and they're maybe trying to, you know. But they're they're also on the road and they're they're you know they're around a lot of different things. So yeah, yeah but it's, like, it's but too bad. this
2: is definitely a situation where he didn't intentionally do it. Yeah, you know, because they they complained, they say he was having chest pains, and then they came and yeah, yeah. But you know, just really just. I just want to honor him for a second and just, dude's a brilliant drummer. Dude, he could even sing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love, I, I've been, the last few days I've been watching all the videos of him coming out from behind the kit and Dave going back there and him singing like Queen songs. and.
1: Yep. I it's think they good, have man. a, fun. they have a group called the DGs and um, I, I think Taylor did a lot of singing in that. Yeah,
2: that was I think that was a while back.
1: Yeah, wasn't that something that they did like a kind of like a little cover band thing? Yeah, he has they, a band. Taylor has a he has group. a band
2: now, and he also they started a another like a super group. I forgot who's in it. A couple of known people, but they were set to release a, a EP, a EP this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so. I don't know. But, um, let's talk about that movie a little bit. Let's bring the mood up a little bit. Um, you finally got to see it without yeah. boiling too much. What'd you think? Was it <laughs> what everything I said it was?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's uh, a horror movie by a, a band that has never really made a movie before. I mean, they have made like little, you could almost say little short films with a lot of their music videos, you know, cause a lot of them, they're like little stories and they have
2: fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had fun and they're always dressing up in costumes and playing characters and whatnot. Um, so, you know, I, this is a, a horror film with, with definitely, you know, has some bits of comedy in here and there um great cameos great kill scenes like the was probably
2: oh they did a great job with all the gore and effects and everything what was probably your favorite kill scene in the movie um probably the same one that i would pick but
1: probably the same one as you yeah which involves a chainsaw oh yeah yeah yeah, there's some great ones in there. I mean, even the first one, you don't have to wait long for the the, the first kill, you know. Uh, Which one was
2: that? Was that the delivery guy?
1: No. That's no. like, this is like a, a minute into the movie.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jenna yeah. Ortega
1: one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So she's in everything
1: now. Yep. She's
2: in every freaking yeah, movie. she seems
1: to be a a, a new lot of horror. Yeah, yeah, a new familiar face in horror. That's for sure. Um, but that's cool. Yeah, huh? she's it, good. It, yeah. Um, at Jenna Ortega, uh, Whitney Cummings is in there as like the 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 neighbor that keeps.
2: She was surprisingly entertaining
1: too. Yeah, yeah, she was fun. Um. Carrie King from Slayer made a little cameo. Oh, did you?
2: Yeah. He wasn't that friendly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Not surprising. Anyway, I didn't
2: feel feel bad for, for his scenes.
1: You know, who probably would be friendly is Will Forte.
2: Maybe he, He I feel like he'd be a little weird, but he'd probably be friendly.
1: Yeah. 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 You'd probably be able to at least say hi to him. Um,
2: we mentioned before we started recording, we were talking about John Carpenter. Because yeah, he did the theme song. That was kind of cool seeing him pop up in there. It took me a second to realize, like, wait, is that? Oh yeah, it is John Carpenter. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that wasn't nice. the best cameo though. The best cameo in the movie was uh, the Lionel Richie one. I know we're going to spoil it too much, but I feel like the people who want to see it have already seen it. I hope. I hope, but that's all I will say about it. It was a good movie. It gave off very uh it had that horror comedy. Uh I don't want to say like evil dead vibes, but like it felt like that with like the
1: over the top. I do. <laughs> I I am gonna say evil dead vibes. Yeah. Um you can definitely tell that they they had a, a few Homages to horror in there, you know. Oh, you one didn't of them see
2: a lot of inspiration from a lot of different things, but
1: one of them was definitely Evil Dead. Um The Exorcist being another. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bits of the Exorcist in there. But then
2: then they threw in like the slasher stuff, which was different than those movies. So it was it was cool, Yeah. Man. yeah. I dug it. It, yeah. it was fun. I'm I'm glad you finally saw
1: it. Um, yeah, I'll I'll end up buying it for oh, sure. For, I definitely will. Definitely.
2: And it was cool um, seeing these guys, like you said, they're all like best friends. Just and you could tell they were having a good time, but they didn't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And they just had a blast making it. Like it looked like the time of their fucking lives. And I'm glad they got to do something awesome like that before
1: he uh, passed. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice that he got to make a really fun movie like that with his and, friends before he left us. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I'm glad he didn't go the way he went in the movie too. That was fun. Yeah,
1: up. yeah. I, probably uh, an
2: inappropriate comment. Sorry, but
1: <laughs> I too soon,
2: too soon. Yeah.
1: Well, you're saying it's good that he that he didn't go yeah. that way. So you it's know, you're good you're, for you're saying something go. positive. Yeah. yeah. It's probably
2: good for nobody to go that way. But you know who I would like to see go that way is never mind. We'll talk about that guy in a minute.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know where you're going with that. Um, before we get there, though, uh, if you if you pay attention to the the first scene in the movie, like the very first scene when it starts up, you can see a little plaque on the wall for like a little you know golden plaque or whatever for a band, and the band is called Dream Widow. Um, that was the 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 made up band that was supposed to have
2: recorded at that place
1: and yeah that's the band that you know played there before the foo fighters i guess and and so basically there's a uh a fictional band out there that you can now get the record for like you can you can listen to dream widow's album and it's it's basically the foo fighters yeah or Dave Grohl and Friends. I don't know. But oh, I mean, if, if you look up Foo Fighters, that's their new album. So I'm, I'm assuming yeah. it's all of them. And so not only did Taylor get to make a, a really fun movie, but they made a metal record before he passed away as well. And it's just like an EP. It's 40 minutes long or whatever. But there's eight tracks. The last track is 10 minutes long. Um there's all different sub genres of metal in there, you know there's thrash, there's like doom metal there's i mean all kinds of different styles and you hear like a, you know a little bit of black Sabbath, a little bit of ghost, a little bit of um venom right it it's very good, definitely worth checking out
2: nice, yeah. I have to
1: do that. To track it down. Yeah. Did you do? I pick mean, it up
2: or did you just
1: re-stream it or something? I've been streaming it. Yeah. I I looked up Foo Fighters when I found out about it. I think I think I found out the Taylor passed Friday or Saturday, and um, and I just decided like I should make a little playlist of them. And I looked them up on Amazon, and that was there, and I just listened to that whole album. Front to back, and the first song just made my jaw drop. It's called Encino. Yeah, I I wish the Foo Fighters were like that all the time. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: like I like how they are, man. I like how they evolve and how they, yeah, you know they, but they still have fun and do shit like this.
1: Yeah, Dave. I mean, I like their music. I, I I I wouldn't say that I like like every song or anything, but I like a lot of their songs and um i just love dave especially as a drummer um but i i like that he has always been a metalhead. you know there's oh, like always loves, been
2: he just music man just he just loves music in general
1: soul. but i mean he made that probot project years ago and you know that was a little sprinkling of of what he could do and this one here is even heavier in my opinion. So yeah, it's really fun.
2: Right on. Well, let's uh move along and uh, remind everybody last week, we talked with Danny nightmare from the horror addicts and he kind of hyped up their award show that they, that they produced called the Oscars kind of a play on the Oscars, but the Oscars, which is really cool. And, and they streamed that event, uh, sunday this past sunday yep that was fun it was fun um i think it should be available to to watch now on their youtube channel I could be mistaken but if go check it out go find it it's uh the the Horatics on uh youtube and i mean listen to last week's episode and hear a little more about it too um like it's uh i guess we're in the middle of uh, award season it's that time of year and you know we're doing this Monday and like I said Sunday which was yesterday if you guys don't know your uh, your days of the week yet uh, it's the same night the Oscars ran it was the Oscars and it, it I don't want to talk about that too much because I want to talk about horror award stuff which we're going to talk about later in this episode with our guests um was kind of cool seeing a genre film like Dune like kicking ass and won a bunch of awards. So that's good. But they did I didn't know about this, and it just pissed <laughs> me off when I read it. <laughs> <laughs> they did a, a fan vote award, which I didn't
1: know anything about it. And you're upset because one of your favorite directors won. And no, no one no one even bothered to tell you.
2: No. I didn't know that I could have voted against this guy. (laughs) You don't
1: mean that.
2: I mean it from the bottom of my fucking heart. From the bottom of your
1: black, cold heart. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, Like they did, like like I said, a fan vote, fan choice award thing. and, And Zack Snyder won for the fucking Army of the Dead. One of the worst movies of the year. One of the worst movies of my life.
1: He beat Spider-Man. He beat Can you believe that? Spider-Man.
2: They beat Dune. They beat the Suicide Squad. They beat fucking Power of the Dog, which I haven't seen, but that was a, a Best it's Picture nominee. It's it was probably it, better than... The, it's probably uh, better than... That. Snyder movie. Yeah. Sing 2. That was probably better than the Snyder movie. I didn't watch it, but... Like yeah, how, I don't either. How... how they, they need to no man why (laughs) why that movie we're just so
1: lost for words i'm
2: (laughs) upset like i'm pissed this is almost this is like the second saddest thing to happen over the weekend like yeah literally like get the fuck out of here go away will he just go away and stop haunting me especially with that stupid movie but anyways (laughs) anyways horror shows horror award shows um the oscars were last night uh Probably the biggest one is the Rondo Awards, if you ask me, and that's coming up. People are still voting. You have till like April 17th, I think. So uh, we had the man, the driving force behind the Rondo Awards he started it. He's been running it basically like a one-man show. Dude works his ass off for for this to, to honor and tribute all the hardworking people in the genre and and i definitely appreciate him i know you appreciate him yeah um his name is david colton and we had him on to kind of tell us the history of the rondos and, and a little bit you know about boating and stuff so uh it's our guest today david colton the man behind the rondo awards so let's run that and learn more about it and don't forget to after you listen to this episode get on Rondo Award.com and vote for your third favorite podcast. We need to make our <laughs> next t shirts to be like, My third favorite podcast is the Stephen
1: Crypto Show, right? Yeah, funny, but uh, let us yeah. know if you guys want one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's something we can work on, but yeah, meet, yeah, meet Mr. David Colton, one of the hardest working people I've ever chatted with. <laughs> ...are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. (laughs) I am, Hank, the world's greatest, the host of Death by DVD.
0: I'm Linnea, and I like Death by DVD. It's a statement. And I'm in your house.
2: So, once you finish listening to this episode and download three more... Head on over to www.deathbydvd.com where there are over 130 blood-soaked episodes all about your favorite horror, exploitation, cult, and psychotronic movies available to stream and download for your listening displeasure. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Steve and Crypto Show and remember to start locking your back door
0: Hi, I'm Doug Jones, the tall, skinny, goofy
2: actor who plays lots of monsters and creatures on film and in TV. But today, I
1: want you to know that you are listening to the best podcast on the air, and that would be the Steve and Crypto Show. Hey, we're on
2: the Steve and Crypto Show with a very special guest I'm, I'm excited to chat with a bit and and actually meet. Um, his name is David Colton. He is a He was a journalist. I'm not sure if he's still doing that.
0: You're always a journalist.
2: Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, He's a journalist, and he is the driving force behind the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards, which is, to me, it's. I feel like it's the Oscars of our little genre (laughs) of uh, monster movie lovers and weirdos. And I guess we're not the genre, but the... You guys listening know what I'm saying, but David, thank you for coming on and good to meet oh, you finally.
0: Appreciate you having us. I
2: know, I know you're busy right now. You're in the, the thick of things, getting uh, probably thousands of ballots sent in and tallying up the votes. Um, before we get into the history of the awards, I, I'm just curious of your your process in doing this. I know it's all through email, so do you just like Tally, as uh, you open the emails or.
0: It's a little it's a little insane. Yeah, it's all through emails and um, I record what everybody votes for uh, and I go through them into the night sometimes and uh, never reveal what anybody voted for and uh, never sell the list or anything like that. But we get thousands and thousands of votes. It's quite amazing.
2: Well, that's good that you don't reveal it because I, I don't need my co-host to see that
1: I voted against this. <laughs> <laughs> now, is the, the vote tallying? Is that all on you or do you have anybody helping you out with that?
0: Uh, it's all on me. Uh, there are times when it gets overwhelming and, uh, you know, somebody will take a hand. But, um, you know, sometimes 200 votes come in a day, sometimes 30 votes come in a day. So uh, at the end, it gets quite insane. Yeah,
2: it's- it's just amazing it like, like kind of like dumbfounds me just thinking about you know I'll go through just regular emails and get right. twenty thirty a day and it's like overwhelming. I can't imagine having to open every email <laughs> half of them are junk so I just toss them but I can imagine well, I having to open every one and go through
0: that I try to automate it you know I uh, have a standard reply that I send and you know sometimes I'll say something extra but um it can go pretty quickly once you get into the groove of it. Not everybody votes for everything.
2: Thank right. God. Thankfully, huh? imagine that. Uh, how many categories is there this year?
0: There are 28 categories. There's got to be 400 or 500 listings. It's just, yeah. wow. you know, a lot of it is, to, you know, to honor people who weren't recognized in the past. You know, there are, pe- you know, there are people like Tim Lucas and Tom Weaver and uh, Greg Mank who are doing as good, journalism as anything out there except it's about bella lugosi or boris karloff and it never got recognized right so i kind of took a journalistic approach and a lot of the ballot is for best article um best interview you know not best actor or best actress um or like there are some awards that have you know best decapitation or best kill we don't do any of that yeah it's about the coverage of
2: yeah, it, it oh. becomes less of like a a popularity thing, more in in homage to to the creators and and their uh, right. skills, yeah. Which Right. That's important. I think it means more than like you say like I mean I I love a good kill in a, in a scary <laughs> movie, but you know, right. I think it means more that this uh like you say a journalist is is recognized for a great article he wrote. Right
0: but they're still fun we have best cover oh. and best movie and best blu-ray
2: you know. yeah yeah the best best cover is always one of my favorite ones every year there's always <laughs> some amazing amazing artists out there it's overwhelming yes.
1: sometimes yeah
2: <laughs> but
1: i'm glad i don't have to tally the votes um yeah we thank you for doing so <laughs> <laughs>
0: well what else am i doing yeah
2: <laughs> with that being said um The Rondo Awards, let's uh, get a brief, quick history of of how it started.
0: All right. Well, um, let me ask my assistant here. Alexa, what are the Rondo Hatton Awards? Here's something I found on the web. According to wikipedia.org, The Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards is an award presented annually by the Classic Horror Film Board to honor outstanding works in horror and film, television, home video, and publishing, voted on by the general public. I don't even know how that got online, but um, I never think of horror fans as the general public, but.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're a little different breed.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, Way back in 2002, which. Used to be the future. Um, We had, well, way back in the 90s, we had a uh, discussion group on AOL, which was kind of before the Internet exploded. If you were online, you were on a service. You were on AOL or CompuServe or one of those things. and there were, you know, a bunch of people, you know, um, a lot of writers, a lot of editors, and we were debating the old dark house and, you know, Lugosi's best and worst roles. And we decided, what if we had an award? And um, we kicked around a lot of names, It was kind of based on uh, Fanex, which had the Lemley Awards after the founder of Universal Pictures. Um, but somebody suggested Rondo Hatton. And... Terry Gammel who's a Superman and X-Men artist, was a member of the group, and he sketched what the award could look like. Um, in the movie House of Horrors, there was a giant sculpt of uh, Rondo Hatton's head. Um, he was a actually quite good looking teenager. He was a journalist. He uh, fought in World War One, but he suffered from acromegaly, um, elephant man disease. Um, and the story was that there was mustard gas used uh by the germans in world war one but more research has shown that it's probably an existing condition but his face distended um he didn't look like elephants man but his he obviously was uh fighting a severe face and disfigurement and um Universal Universal Pictures figured, God, we have a monster here without makeup, the need for makeup, and um, put him in a few pictures. Um, The Spider Woman Strikes Back, uh, I think uh, a Sherlock Holmes movie, a few others. And then he was in House of Horrors, where the giant sculpt of his head became kind of a plot point. And Kerry sculpted a small version of it. And um, we said, wow, we, can, we should do this. So the first year there were 168 votes. And the next year there were 600 votes. And then there were 1,200 and it got to about three to 4,000 um, and kind of stabilized there. Uh, last year we had 6,000 votes, which I don't think we'll reach this year, which was the record. But um, I think that was more that everybody was home and there was a pandemic and, it was a lot of campaigning, like, please vote for me, and that kind of thing. Um, so it was really exciting last year. This year, I think we'll hit go, fall back to 4,000. But who knows? We still have two and a half weeks to go. But um, at the Classic Horror Film Board, which is a message board, um, we solicit nominations and suggestions. And we get a lot of people saying, you know, um, this magazine or this article or, or, or this uh, project, um, And we could have gone two ways we could have set up a star chamber where we take all that stuff and five nominees in each category um but as you guys know in the horror genre i guess in all genres um the infighting can be really you know take over what was supposed to be you know a nice you know recognition um and i just my head just started spinning over the battles over you know who who's a professional artist versus who's an amateur artist what's the best book oh that's old why are we nominating that um so i just took a kind of if it exists it it gets nominated approach um which filled the ballot at the beginning but as the years went on we did have to get more selective and um some stuff just doesn't make it, even though it sounds like it should make it. Like you know, the reason your show makes it is because there's such quality and there's such um, regularity. It isn't like you know, you'll have a show and then four and a half months later, hey, let's do another show. Um, you know, and that's one of the hallmarks of a good podcast that you can rely that there's a new show coming. Um, so even though the ballot is still insanely voluminous. Um, we think everything there is good quality and I share it with a few people and they say, Hey, don't do that guy, you know, whatever. Um, But there must be 400 or more listings and um, it can also be viewed as a great catalog. You know, wow. I didn't know there was a, you know, collection of Christopher Lee's Euro movies or that kind of thing. So um, it's fun. It's frustrating. It's, uh, we have a ceremony at WonderFest in, every year in June, and you know some winners cry. There was a um, forget his name Ray, gosh. Uh, he sculpted the god the Aurora Godzilla, the Aurora King Kong, the Aurora Bride of Frankenstein models, and um, when he came up to accept his hall of fame award. Um, He could, he just started crying. It was unbelievable. I mean, the man was 92 and people are standing applauding. Um, And that's why I do it. It's, it's, it's just recognizing people who are not usually recognized. You know, um, I mean, you guys know, you know, what do you do? Well, we do a podcast. Oh, what's it about? Well, it's about horror movies. And as soon as you say that, Half the people say, "Oh, that's nice," you know, and back yeah. away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I try to throw in the pop culture thing, you know, and then say, you know, there's an emphasis on horror, but we right. cover pop culture.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, when I was work, I'm retired now, but when I used to work at USA Today, and I said, "Where are you going?" Oh, I'm going to a convention. Oh, what kind of convention? Well, it's a monster convention, and oh, okay, and well, you know,
1: <laughs> they wander, yeah. they wander off.
0: Um, yeah,
1: we know that one. So um,
0: it's been great. You know, there have been controversies and stuff, but um, it's worked out fine. And uh, we've given out hundreds of, of, of statues. Um, and this year's is, at I think, June 2nd in Louisville at Wonderfest will have the ceremony. And hopefully more people will come than came last year, which was like pretty empty because of the COVID. So you guys
2: did end up having a ceremony last year.
0: Yeah. I, I look back on it and like, did we really do that? You know, but it was late it was, it was later in the year than usual. And, um, it did not become a spreader event as far as we could tell. I mean, there were a lot of masks and stuff, but, um, that's good.
2: That's good. It would have been a bummer to, to miss the year. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Rondo has grown into, a. Uh, really well recognized i mean it's gotten coverage and entertainment weekly uh, hollywood reporter and all the top horror websites you know dread central and all them so that's i mean it obviously means something so yeah you've good. definitely
1: grown over these 20 years that you've been doing it <clears throat> and i want to compliment you on even your very first year 168 votes just in the first year seems pretty impressive too you know because i mean we know how it is when you're trying to get your
2: that's before social media
1: (laughs) yeah right yeah yeah at least now we're able to try to push things you know on the web and whatnot but like that's very impressive for for back then you know for 2002
0: right and you know my daughter keeps saying like the ballot is insane it's you have to either have to copy it, cut and paste it, or, you know, write it out. And my daughter says, why don't you use, what is it? Survey monkey or, you know, something where you just click it. Um, but the ballot is so long. I think it would be frustrating in a different way that, you know, you can only get so many on a page before you have to click to the next page. And yes. And I kind of like this way because I get to interact with everybody and, um, it's fun, but, uh, I think the kind of eight track tape era (laughs) approach of the ballot where you have to actually cut and paste it um, keeps it from becoming like, you know, even bigger. Uh, I also worry with the digital voting that it can be manipulated pretty easily. A couple of years ago, ago, we got 3000 votes from China, which is fine but they were all for the same guy. And if you looked at the the rhythm of the ballots, it was the name was in the same place. The thing was in the same place. Thank you very much was in the same place. And we traced it to a, there's software you can buy for $5. You can get 500 emails from different people for $50. You can get 5,000. And I guess it, that kind of software is like aimed at American Idol kind of things or whatever it is, people's true. I don't know how those things work, but, you know, why you would purchase, you know, um, false emails. So we we discarded 3,000 votes, which, you know, for the PR, it would have been great. You know, we had 9,000 votes, you know, but they just didn't seem right. Um, and, I, and I contacted the guy and he was like, Oh, I don't know what happened. I, that certainly wasn't me. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. It's one of his fans, I guess. But you, so, know, you I, know. I think having to go through, like I mentioned before, and actually read the ballot without just clicking and you know, sending, you kind of forced to read it. And like I, I I've been mentioning on the show a bunch, like it gives you a chance to find Something new that you might not have known about, mm-hmm. which is my favorite part of it. My my favorite part of the whole the, the Rondo Awards is looking at the ballot and finding all these. You know, I love horror hosts, and you know every every year like one or two will pop up that I didn't know about. So it's like okay, right. let's go down this rabbit hole and meet a new one. That's I think that's the fun part of it.
1: Yeah, well, it's great to hear yeah. that. Thank. <laughs> oh, uh, I want host- to say that I. Oh, I'm sorry. I I just wanted to throw in quickly. I really uh, appreciate your interaction with everybody who votes because I've already gotten feedback from people who have voted for us, or at least I hope they did. And uh, they, they said, wow, you already got back to me, you know, 10 minutes later after I sent the vote or whatever. So,
0: uh-huh. yeah, people well, seem sometimes, to appreciate it. Sometimes it backs up. Um one frustrating thing is like you'll you'll say I've been nominated on Twitter and everybody says congratulations, which is nice, but it's not a vote, you know. Right. To just congratulate you on Facebook or Instagram isn't actually voting, but you know it's a step towards it. So who knows?
2: Yeah, we we get definitely get a lot of that. Like we'll be promoting just anything. To, for for example, this we've gotten a lot of congratulations, but it's like okay, you. You listen and you enjoy the show, then just take a minute and vote, and then right—that's the end of it. Like, do you want me to work? Like, no, it's not work. You're right. learning. You're, like, you're finding. You're, you're. I'm. I'm opening a door to you to find <laughs> new stuff.
1: And like, are you afraid of finding new entertainment? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. I mean, you don't even have to look at the ballot. You can just email me and say, you know, Stephen Crypto or whatever. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. One controversial thing, if you have time, is um, the most one of the most prickly areas of the horror genre is the world of horror hosts, where um, there's a lot of competition and a lot of, frankly, backbiting. And it's, you know, sometimes and Sven has won like repeatedly. Um, And, you know, he does have a national show on MeTV and his fans love him. Um, But lately it's been getting closer and closer because um, Shudder now has had uh, Joe Bob and uh, Elvira. Uh, It isn't like they're on UHF TV stations anymore. A lot of horror hosts have figured out that they can be on a YouTube channel or a Facebook channel. Um, So it's getting more, a closer race than just the guy who's on TV yeah. gets it. But yeah. um I, I've heard
2: a lot of people complain about oh they're just gonna give it to Svenguy again. But like they need to think of it like uh Svenguli is on national television keeping this art alive and putting right. it in the forefront opening the door for all these other people.
0: Right. You know and I mean? maybe it's- isn't that hard isn't that easy to find actually.
2: Definitely not everywhere.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. All right. I do
2: that all the time.
1: His fans surely are dedicated. You know,
2: it's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 And it's deservedly so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I said to one guy, Am I supposed to make the category best horror host except Senguli? I mean, you know. (laughs) Right. And another horror. Another horror host told me, you know, if I ever win, I want to know that I beat the best, not that I won exactly. except for yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah. you know, Mummy and Mommy is, a, you know, Transylvania Love. Tonight, uh, Count, the, Count Gore has won, Dr. Gangrene has won, Penny Dreadful has won. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. All, all deservedly so, too. Some of Yeah, legends. Legends.
1: We've had a handful of the nominees this year on our show as well.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm actually working on getting Count Gore on pretty soon. So that's going to be fun.
0: He's I great. Guess. I went to his house once. He lives in Maryland. And yes. he, he comes to the – it's like a house, you know. I ring the bell, and he, he's all dressed, you know, in this stuff. Um, and we go down to the basement, and that whole crypt and everything is in his basement. The wall painted and, you know. Yeah. The, cra- the crazy coffin with vampirella inside um and his wife was filming the show and <laughs> you know anybody can be on tv yeah yeah but he's been around for 40 years i
2: think 40 i think he's pushing 50 yeah um, maybe mistaken, yeah so i think swangoolie just passed 40 a couple years ago and i think count Gore is on a few more years i guess if you count his you know years as a. Uh, was it captain 20 and they can do bozo for a bit at first too um everybody was bozo everybody was bozo yeah there was like a bozo in every market just like the, the uh hosts the good old day i see i missed those days i, I was a little too young to uh have had a uh, horror host growing up like a lot of people and i kind of kind of envy everybody who didn't right. get to grow up with a host
0: i grew up with zachary yeah the main one i grew up
1: with script keeper that was the main one i had being a 90s kid where was he the crypt keeper that was the main one that i had just tales from the crypts where was he physically oh he was was he a puppet (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so he was in like a basement
2: Yeah, the Tales from the Crypt series had their little mascot guy. Oh, okay. He was kind I, of a, uh, I yeah. guess he was a, a horror host of sorts for that era. It wasn't really much. Right.
1: Yeah, and in the early 90s, that's really all that we had as far as I know. <laughs>
0: right. It is amazing how many hosts, how much horror stuff is in Cleveland and Pittsburgh and yeah. that, whole, that uh, whole swing there.
2: I've always thought about that. Like we get, we we do get some listeners in that area. Yeah. Um, in indiana concentrated in that kind of i guess that's the midwest i don't know michigan you know ohio um but here locally it's kind of uh it's kind of weird like me and him are both we both have roots in entertainment in our area Mm -hmm. but we can't seem to grab our local audience I think a kind lot of, of them just
1: don't listen to podcasts, to be honest. Yeah, because like you tell them that you have a podcast, and then you get that look like, "Oh, okay," you know. Um, it, just, you can tell they're like, "What's a podcast?" Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell them excited. it's about a murder.
2: You know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's the thing. Yeah. Everybody, you mentioned podcast, and they're like, "Oh, murder mystery." Like, no, oh, we want we like to. I mean, that's cool. It's entertaining, but we like to have fun.
1: Yeah, like right. and then he threw in my name. Yeah. and they think that like oh you guys talk about cryptocurrency no <laughs>
2: oh, bigfoot and stuff i always say <laughs> i always say fake monsters not fake money like, uh-huh yeah. yeah right but fake yeah um, so the rondo awards where can people go and see the ballot without having to, to email you
0: uh you go to rondoawardsingular.com um And the ballot will be right there.
2: And there's also really detailed instructions on how to vote. Yeah,
0: probably more detailed than they have to be. But um, you don't have to vote. You can vote for one category. You can vote for a few. You can vote for all of them. The people who vote for all of them, I kind of back away slowly from also. But, um, (laughs) you know, we have write-ins, you know, Hall of Fame, the Monster Kid of the Year Award. you know, there's plenty of opportunity to, uh, to make your feelings known about the genre. And it's really classic horror. I mean, you know, recent movies are listed and stuff. But, um, you know, Friday the 13th and Halloween are classic to a lot of people, um, probably to most people, actually. Um, and that world gets included. But, uh, you know, the rougher gore films um aren't represented as much as some people would like but it, it's very much about storytelling and the cinema horror cinema we have some giallo if i'm saying that right and uh, folk horror is a big deal lately um not really sure what folk horror is but yeah, I, I, I it's an know. animal in the backyard
2: yeah there you go yeah <laughs>
0: Um, anyway, and then you just uh, email me, taraco, T-A-R-A-C-O, at AOL.com. I still use AOL because so many people know that that's the address. So I yeah. figured it would be chaotic to change it. Yeah. Um, the votes are confidential. The Your email is confidential. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I, I get a lot of really nice comments in the emails, which really keep me going it's it's fun nice. but it's also expensive and my wife paints the the statues right. can't we switch to certificates she says
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah those statues are pretty cool they would be kind of a... yeah
0: they're about as cool as can be
2: now do you do all this out of pocket i've always wondered
0: about, uh so. yeah yeah oh, wow but some people buy clothes or go out to dinner or
2: sure mm, you buy, know buy trophies for Creatives, I dig it. I
0: went to at work. uh, My boss was quite. You know, I said that's a nice tie. So it was eighty dollars. I said an eighty dollar tie. Like you know, I'd never heard of such a thing. Right. Which which is probably cheap by today's standards. But you know, and I thought, okay, if he can buy an eighty dollar tie, I can you know buy a two dozen plastic bases for the right for the statues. But yeah, it is all out of pocket. It's an investment in happiness i don't know if i mean if you're happy with that
2: and it makes a lot of people happy i think it's yeah. a good a uh, good payback you know
1: thank yeah. you for you and your wife both putting time into it yes
0: appreciate I, it. I, I appreciate that it's uh you know some people have boats yeah
2: yeah you know,
0: so
2: and you have your love of the drone and it's <laughs>
0: it's good i don't know how much longer it'll last uh yeah. but uh 20 years is
1: yeah. No small panic. impressive, very impressive. Uh
0: huh. Maybe I should NFTs of the. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, hopefully uh, we get
2: twenty more years of it. Yeah, I it'll be uh, about
0: that. But <laughs> well, somebody wants to take it over, and once they hear, we well, have to pay for it, and you have to go count the votes. You know. Yeah. Who not, Who knows? But maybe.
2: Hopefully, there's people out there, I think, that, that appreciate it and love it enough that we'll keep it going.
0: Well, me. I really appreciate you having us, having me on and uh, helping spread the word.
2: All right. Well, we thank you, David. Um, make sure you guys get out RondoAward.com. Even if you don't have time to, to vote, which we wish you would, at least look through there, look through all the categories and all the the, the creators and, and find something new. That's the most important thing, I think. I mean, voting is important, but find something new and find something else to support or or promote or love. Um, Even if it's not Steven Crypto's show, there's a a bunch of other really good podcasts on there. There's books, magazines, uh, articles, interviews, movies, everything. Everything you can ask for as as a horror fan, Monster Kids. uh, Just do it. RondoAward.com.
1: Yeah, if you're listening to this show, I guarantee you, you're probably going to find something on that list that you enjoy.
2: Uh, that says well, it back. We thank you again, David. Um, we'll let you get back to your day. I'm sure you got uh, votes to start tabulating there. A sure few have emailed, come in while we're
0: talking. Yeah. The email <laughs> box is
2: filling up, so we'll let you get back to yeah. work. Thank you again. Thank you and very thank much. You for uh, bringing us into the, the Rondo headquarters.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you, guys. <laughs> really appreciate it. Take All care. Right. Thank
1: you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Hey, horror and pop culture fans. This is actress Elise Costin from Interfere 2 and After Hours Cinema. And you are listening to The Steve and Crypto Show.
0: Check out these shows available now on Fearfully.
1: And welcome to another collection of frightfully good films from Fearflix, Gothic Horrors. With me, your host, Malvolia, the queen of screens.
0: Hey, I'm Pamela Such. You know me from all the wave movies. And here we are, we're going to play Curse of the Swamp Creature 2. Hello guys, I'm Rachel Waits, and I'm Elise Coston. Welcome to Silent Screams. I'm Pamela Such. I'm Monica Hayes. Thank you for tuning in to 70s Grindout Out on FearFlix.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Sherry Davis, your host for this wild and untamed collection of horror films from Fearflix we wrangled up a selection of Texas horrors for this one. Welcome to Lone Star Horrors.
0: These shows, movies, and much more available now on Fear Flicks. Download it on your Roku channel store today.
1: This is Dr. Gangroon. You're watching the Steve. No, you're not. You're listening to. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show right here on whatever network you're on. I don't know what you're on. Don't ask me. I can't see what you're doing, but keep listening. And tune in next week for more cool content on the Steve and Crypto Show.
2: And we are back. I thank David for taking time out to come on and chat. Uh, He's in the middle of uh, counting votes and opening thousands of emails and like it the the whole process is like he literally has to open individual emails and and read them and and take note of everybody's ballot and who they vote for and everything it's like it's got to be work like i don't know how he does it but i'm glad he does
1: yeah it's so nice of him to take his time out of his days to actually get that done
2: you know, yeah. yeah. Um, So I mean, either way, vote. I think you said April seventeenth. Get your votes in. Don't forget, vote for us, and uh maybe we'll win the an award. And you yeah. guys could be awarded too if you answer this trivia question right. <laughs> <I don't know laughs> what a <how> great we... <laughs> segue! You guys know how we're doing it. We're doing that was trivia. Nice. We're pulling the trivia card. Nice. <laughs> pulling trivia card every week from this horror trivia game that lady bought for me on valentine's day um there's a lot of fun interesting questions in here not an over the top hard but it's just more more chance for us to interact with you guys so basically we've been reading the horror question you guys know the trivia answer message one or both of us on social media we already told you where to go and tell us to answer and we'll send you some stickers and maybe more and we'll put your name on a name in a uh, drawing for a bigger prize eventually sooner or later we don't know what but we'll, we'll we always pull something together interesting and fun so are you guys ready for trivia yeah i know i can't hear you <laughs> <blind me. laughs> can okay uh... are you ready for trivia and it's like dead silence that would be all St-
1: Statler and Waldorf come in. I know what I'm ready for a different podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, yes, so here's your trivia question for episode 71 Which movie box cover shows one of the title bad guys popping out of a toilet? It's an easy one, and it is a cool cover. It's a popular cover, and uh, do it. Tell us the answer. Messages. Is that the cover
1: of uh, Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider?
2: Yes. Spoiled crawling it. Out,
1: crawling out of the toilet. <laughs>
2: Spoiled it. That movie going in the toilet. But, um, but yeah. So, which movie box cover shows one of the title bad guys popping out of a toilet? And that's trivia. Hit us up. And I think we're going to wrap the show up here. Time to call it an evening because we're old.
1: Yep. Yep. It's past our bedtime. All right. We want to thank you guys for listening. We're tapped. That's, that's about all we got for this one. We want to thank you guys so much. If you would like what you have been hearing, you can head over to Steve and Crypto Etsy shop. We have shirts. We have magnets, coffee mugs. So it's etsy.com slash shop slash Steve and Crypto merch. Also, you can head over to our Patreon, which is patreon.com/slash stevecrypto, and we have a buymeacoffee.com/slash stevecrypto. So Patreon, you can become a member. Buy me a coffee, you can head over there and throw us a little tip if you like to help us keep the show going. We do this for ourselves. We do this for you. We hope you guys like what you hear, and we just want to keep it going. We want to keep doing it, and. Um, also, be sure to follow us on social media, uh, at the Steve Strout, at Crypto Zoo 88 on Instagram, Twitter, and be sure to head over to the Facebook group, which is the Steve of Crypto Show. Just look that up and you'll find us. doesn't take anything to be a member, just a little bit of your time. So, uh, join the group and... Maybe if you're uh, working on something, you know, if you got a project, a book, a comic, an album, whatever, uh, throw it in there. You know, throw a little sample in the, in the group and show everybody what you got. And um, if you know anybody who is working on a project or promoting something or maybe, you know, has something coming up, uh, you know, let them know, tag them in something or, or have them contact us. And we just might want to talk to him on the show.
2: Yeah, that's, I think that about carvers at all. So, um, again, we thank you guys for listening every, almost every week. (laughs) And we will talk to you again soon. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Crypto Zoo. We'll catch you on 72. I'll let you have that. (laughs) Peace.